That's tomorrow, and that is it. Again, five, four, three. That's tomorrow, and that is it for us today. And we will leave you with a... I can't do it. Okay. We'll do it live. Okay. We'll, no. we'll do it live! Fuck it! Do it live! I can, I'll write it, and we'll do it live! Right. Fucking thing sucks! In five, four, three. Hello, everybody. How you doing out there? We, uh... Had some uh, unfortunate uh, cancellations today. We were going to have on uh, Alan Salzman with the band We All Bleed, uh, Oklahoma City band, but uh, shit happens, you know. So hopefully everything works out. We can get them on uh, here coming up in the fall, I suppose. But uh, I got Jonathan in here with me, so I mean, we could probably come up with some kind of conversation to cover a half hour, don't you think? I think so. I mean, there's a lot going on. It's Labor Day. Yeah, it's Labor Day weekend. How's that uh, working for you? I actually get Monday off this year, so. Uh, so um, yeah, uh, I slept through the uh, hours thing on my job, and I got four hours next Sunday, so I think I'm off Labor Day. Self-imposed uh, vacation. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm going to be on vacation from the uh, the 18th to the 28th, and so I'm like, I'm like, it's almost like they're going to feel like I quit this month or something. <laughs> but it's all good. Well, that's uh, that's something we can get into actually. Rocklahoma's this weekend. We got our. We, I know our friends uh, Perseus are playing the raw stage, and um, Shelter in Place I think has a place on there too. But I have not uh, really been keeping up with it. There's so much that happens in three days up there. It's it's just like you, if you try to log on and follow it on Facebook. By the time you see something and then you check back ten minutes later, it's buried. There's just so right. there's just so much and so many people there, but uh, yeah, shout out to them, uh, and I just hope everybody's staying cool, man. I can't imagine uh, the Memorial Day when they did it was just brutal, and and my birthday usually falls on Memorial Day. My son's is usually Labor Day, and this year, boy, he beat the weather beat Memorial Day by a by a, about twenty degrees. <laughs> Yeah, I um, since I've been like doing like the delivery work, uh, my air conditioner will go in and out on the car, Ooh. and it's it is so damn hot. Like uh, like it, you'll look at the the phone and it will say it's ninety six, and so you add about ten to that. Yeah, and it's about one hundred nine outside on the outside temperature, and in the car because it's heating up, it's probably more than that. So I'm sitting there like trying to keep my drinks cool. I'm I'm trying to. You know, like I'm sweating, and so I have like these like little like towel, and I keep taking this towel and wiping my face off and shit. So I'll tell you what, man, it's uh, it's it's kind of shocking actually, because in the mornings when you get up and around, it's like it's got gives you a head fake with it being like high humidity and cool outside, mm-hmm. so it feels cooler than it really is, and then the temperature goes up and the humidity doesn't really go away. <laughs> it just gets real sticky. <laughs> But uh, yeah, I hope everybody's staying cool up there and and kicking ass and playing some rock and roll, man. I know we all need it, Jesus Christ. But <clears throat> I hope everybody's staying safe too. I know the COVID thing is changing day after day, so I don't know. I don't have any advice for people in that court. Just do what you do and listen to your doctor and make the decision for yourself. I don't have a dog in the race. It's your fucking body. You do what the fuck you want to do with it. I don't give a shit. But uh. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, uh, my my friends like we were having a talk last night about the uh, concert that I'm going to, and uh, and their concern uh, was that you know um, that currently I'm unvaccinated, so like they uh, and I said, well, you know, that's going to require a 72 hour test. They don't take home tests, or else I would just buy one from work. Yeah, and it's and, and you and you know and just do it before and just have it good to go before going the show, but um, but they don't accept a home test. And they are requiring that you either have a COVID test, a COVID card, proof of vaccination, right? So, um, or the COVID test 72 hours before the event. Now, the logic to me doesn't make sense because, like, fully. I mean, I, I understand they're 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 doing it for legal reasons, really. Uh, but it's it's that like you're there for four days, right? And and so you let's say you go and get tested that seventy two hours before 
in that 72 hours, you come in contact with the virus, you get the virus, you come to the show, you're now passing the virus to all these people. So we already know going in that there's probably going to be a lot of cases come out of the event. Um, but, and, and I'm sure the promoters do too. Yeah, and I, think, and I think that they're requiring like masks in certain areas, like whenever you're like doing certain things. And I'm sure that there's some rules in place. Uh, we're, we're, we, we decided to opt in a different way of doing it. Basically, I'm, I'm staying in a hotel uh, and it's going to cost me about $500 for the week. Um, and, um, and so I'll have the whole week to, to, to do that, you know, to be there. Um, and my friends, they are getting a campsite. Um, on the property so they're just going to come and shower at the hotel uh, so then they don't have to use the showers at the event and stuff because they're probably pretty pretty up there where is this in kentucky right yeah it's kentucky oh it's gonna be hot yeah no that's (laughs) i'm already thinking about that dude i am i'm oh my god uh well and to that end like um to anybody out there listening if you want to hear us get riled up about covid uh you're not going to uh you're just not. Basically, our, our stance on it is is consult your doctor. Don't get your medical advice from two dudes on the on a podcast. Oh yeah, but yeah. I mean, I got in a talk with uh with with my buddy Dustin last night, and I started talking about a bunch of information that I have versus information he has, and and because he's trying to talk somebody else into getting their shot, and I said like, for, first off, I'm like, stop talking. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, yeah. I was like, I was like, I was like, dude, like, like we can, you know. Uh, it, it, and my thing is that I, I, I have other information that I'm not saying that, you know, that it's the best information, but, but for me, it, it kind of gives me my choice and, and for him, you know, he, he's on the other side of it where he had his buddy and, and, and he agreed with me whenever I said, well, you know, he was, he was saying that his band member got COVID or whatever. Somebody got COVID that he knew. I think it was band member. Cause that's why they canceled the show. Mm. And, uh, and, but he said, well, I mean, but I told him to get the shot, and I said, "Well, but people that are vaccinated are getting the, still are getting the Delta variant." Yeah, yeah, and so <laughs> I was like, "I don't, I don't know if the shot would have fully helped him." But, uh, but, I, but you know, also whenever he said that, he said, uh, "You know," I said, "Yeah, but if he recovers, which is a pretty high rate." I'm like, I don't know what the percentages are now. I know last time I looked, it was about 99.7 or something like that. It was a ridiculously high rate um, and of a recovery for people our age. I'm not saying older people or any of that stuff. So, uh, so what he was saying was that I said, well, if he recovers and he's good to go, then he's going to have antibodies that are actually statistically right now, according to all the numbers, is actually beating the vaccines. See, down does so, the it does on that for that show. Does that actually specify that you can have an antibodies test that'll still get you in, or you have to have the vaccine? You have to have a no. COVID test or a vaccine. There's and, no, there's no. You can't have an antibody test to show that you have the antibodies. Although, although for me, I think that would be a good thing to have on the side anyway sure. to show that hey, like even though that. I'm susceptible. I also have the antibodies. I'll probably fight it and win. You know, everybody that has um, the vaccine is still susceptible. That's a risk. That's I think that's a misunderstanding that people don't that people have is you, there's still if you're going to be in a large crowd, you're, they're, the risk is still there. Now mm-hmm. uh, the recovery rate with people that have been vaccinated has been shown to be uh, even better. Yeah. So yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. Uh, I'm know, again, both sides, it goes know? back to you know. Talk, just talk to your doctor. Don't get, don't get your yeah. goddamn health information from Reddit and the like. <laughs> you yeah. know, it, it just yeah. I mean, and don't don't fall into conspiracy theories. There, I mean, like for me, like I've talked to my friends, and and I mean, it, it is weird that the Japanese. I, I think what happened with the Japanese Moderna vaccine. Uh, if you heard about that story, mm-hmm. they were saying that they're finding metallic stuff in there. So then that fed the conspiracy theory, which that is they're, crazy. That they're putting that they're putting you know microscopic chips in there to track us. Um, Shit happens in pharmaceutical. They literally came back. People. No, they came back and they said that yeah, there were some mistakes in needles, and the needles were too uh, were too. Uh, um, the, there was something up with the needles, and so it was <clears> causing <throat> metallics to get into the vaccine, um, and so that people are having um, uh, metallic issues. Uh, most vaccines have uh, something that most people should be concerned about in general is mercury. I mean, there's there's mercury in some vaccines, and that that kind of it should be something someone should be worried about. But I don't know how much mercury if it even makes a difference. Yeah, it's in the, but it's but in they, the parts that, per, that is what the anti-vaxxer parts people, per, per billion. Yeah, level, that, I mean uh, that's what uh, 
That's what the anti-vaxxer guys... It's not in a toxic or even almost right. even reactive right. level. Right. Um, and that's the thing is that, like, I don't think that they would intentionally, you like, in that field, like, the number of doctors worldwide are going to intentionally create things no. to hurt people. They're trying to cure people. Right. They're trying to save people. And, 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 like, we were talking about RNA stuff, and... RNA is a great technology. I, I think that the pharmaceutical company is actually more scared of RNA than they are than they are like um, mostly out of ignorance. Yeah, I mean, because we're but, still learning about. And honestly, right now the the entire population is kind of the control group for this type of vaccine and this vaccine because they had an idea that it it could work, but ultimately. <clears throat> with a, an emergency approval, something like that kind of kicks it into gear of, okay, here we go. Yeah. And, and the control and all those type of tests are kind of fast tracked. And in this case, you know, they had the emergency approval and then recently Pfizer got full FDA approval. And yeah. And, and, I got, people, I got and people, one. and people are going against the, uh, the Pfizer or Pfizer, um, FDA approval. Because they're trying to say that it's a different vaccine. No, uh, no. It, what it is is that, and and, and 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 it's always the simple answer. It's always it goes back to the simple answer. It's probably based on money, maybe because they commercialized it. Well, they commercialized it. They gave it a name, and if you actually read the CDC thing, which is something that you know I like to get out there and like tell people, it actually does say on the CDC it, it is interchangeable with the other Pfizer vaccines that are out there. So like, there's no, there's no like difference in those two vaccines it's not like they just like probably different lot numbers one now, was manufactured at a different date or yeah and and they're saying that like that the new one is going to be like 16 or older so people are questioning that uh i think that the reason why it's that way is because um you know just opinion uh is that um the emergency use authorization is at 12 and older mm-hmm. uh the uh the actual carminardine or whatever they're calling it uh, that one's 16 or older. So, uh, so the issue that I that I run into is that 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 literally creates that that um, what do you call it that suction for people to want to say, oh well, well it's it's obviously conspiracy and this is this and this that right. Well, I'll tell you from a person that reads a lot of conspiracy theory stuff and because I like a good conspiracy, it's you know? it's good for. Uh, uh... Critical thinking. I it think. would be you an amazing. Honestly, honestly, out. like I think that <laughs> when it's all said and done, and we're all in that world where we can actually laugh about this stuff, um, which I mean, you know, happens about maybe 10, 15 years later. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, is is that it would probably make one hell of a fucking movie though? If you actually really look at all those different theories, it's like, man, that would make one hell of a movie. If you look so, at all the deep, deep theories, the real crazy ones would would uh, suggest that this is nothing but a simulation yes, in a movie. So yes. hey, let's yeah. you know yeah, and, and, hey, and, and, hey, I, hey, 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 we gotta told, save these for the Halloween episode. <laughs> I, I, told, hey, I talked to Cotton, right? <laughs> yeah, he's gonna, he's gonna come episode. off the Halloween episode. We're nice. gonna we're gonna do the UFO deep dive. I, I've got to address this because now yeah, it's we're become. Talk about, we're gonna talk about lizard people and reptilians, and I don't know how deep we want to go uh we got to kind of test to see how deep uh cotton's willing to go which i think is probably just about anywhere we uh, should just have a computer open dude, live just hilarious. so we can bring up different different little things i'll, I'll put a bunch <laughs> of stuff together so i can bring up videos of like tiktok of the people showing like uh, whatever like the you know uh, republican like uh and democrat fucking political figures like have weird facial things on the camera <laughs> so then you think that they're like fucking lizard people and shit uh uh I'll, let's start with UFOs, <laughs> only because um, my brain has been racked. Uh, I have been trying to make start, sense start of this. Start with UFOs because you don't want to get on a list. <laughs> no, well, well, yeah, but no, uh, mostly because it's like <clears throat> since uh, since the idea of them, it's always been you guys are fucking crazy. The government is not. They, no, none of this. And then all of a sudden, quietly, I might add, they came out and said, "Oh yeah, not only are they real." We have three different letters to address them than UFO. We call them UAPs, but not only are they real, we've known about them. And not only do we have them on video, audio, with corroborating radar radar evidence, uh, our best physicists can't figure out what the hell these things are. Yeah, they move faster than the speed of light. I thought that would be like (laughs) world-shaking news. It was just released very quietly at the end of Trump's presidency. It was overshadowed by the uh, the Capitol riot and all that stuff. Actually, interesting enough, and I I wish I could have clipped this because I probably could look it up, but um, Kelly Ripa, 
show because I woke up early and that show was like a morning show or whatever. She had Donald or not Donald Trump. She had a uh, she had um, Clinton, Bill Clinton on, and he was on there with Patterson. Apparently, Bill Clinton writes books with with um, Patterson, which is like the that one like writer that writes all the books about like um, weird situational political and, yeah, and, yeah, and yeah. like site like you know weird weird stuff it's like it's like reading like a a novel written by um that one dude that writes all the military novels and stuff um you know that the the, the games are well, about, there's, yeah, there's that all those video games are based on his yeah, stuff yeah. you know so like uh yeah um james patterson i think is his name but um but they were on there and she actually brought that up and he said i mean i mean he's like there is things that we have records of that we don't know how to explain, but he's like, but I'm going to say that maybe it's not aliens. Look over at this hand while I show you something pretty with this hand. So I'm like, I'm like, why is this on a, uh, like, I'm watching it going, why is this on a morning show? Like, are they trying to like slow, lower the whole situation with Dude, all the fucking people like that are crazy that, about that shit? Like I thought, to die down the crowd. It, did, it didn't even make real. It didn't even really make Joe Rogan when they admitted it. Like, he was the guy that broke it with having that Navy pilot on. But when it actually came out, came to pass in the media, it didn't. He didn't even bring it up. It, <laughs> it, it, like you, the only reason I saw it is because I had a, a thirty second YouTube clip of a preview of a sixty minutes Australia that <laughs> covered it. The United States uh, sixty minutes didn't even cover it. Well, there's a there's a recording of a of a um, some high end physicist like that or some dude that like I know in, I saw in, in I saw what you, that he, had, yeah he and, fit, and he literally said some crazy stuff too he I'm was like, like in all like, he's like these this violates uh, the laws of physics as we currently understand it yeah he's like so, the only way this could happen is if it's a projection a drone or they found a way to manipulate gravity itself mm-hmm. and there's conspiracy theories that that actually cover. The projection thing but that, it, that's, that that they they have these big videos in China and they show like these big scenes of like a dolphin jumping you know or like a big well like dropping in water but it's not there and visually like it's a three D little area mm-hmm. and so they they just have an open area and they just do this visual so it makes you think it's real and I'm like well that was in Spider Man I mean like they had that theory in Spider Man where like they had all those little drone things it's a flying decoy, around basically. yeah it's a bunch of drones and they're just, they're just tapping together making yeah. a video like that's and, and so visually yeah it looks real um every once in a while i look up and i see like random colors and lights and i'm like i'm like is that a plane or is that a helicopter yeah. i try to listen for the noise because like because it will move around in a weird way and i'm like that's that's weird but nowadays that could be a just yeah, a normal person with a damn weird, drone man. like just flying it out you know those drones get high as fuck now so all right all right we gotta anyway. save we gotta save the good stuff for <laughs> halloween but here let's so, break that's hey, a preview hey, of uh, halloween <laughs> well, who's playing louder than life? I know that I know Metallica is on the big one. Uh, I haven't. I've seen it. But so I, I don't uh, know. yeah, I got it in front of me. Uh, uh, let me see. Thursday, the big one's going to be Corn, um, Stain, Cypress Hill. I'm, I'm not sure. I think maybe Corn pulled out. Um, I think they might have pulled another band. Uh, I, I don't know which one. Um, Amthrax, Beartooth, some Seven Dust, which. Dude. I heard Dude, they Seven killed Dust it is amazing at Rocklahoma this year. Yeah. I, I've, I've, gosh, I think I've seen them. Seven Dust is probably one of the best, like one of my favorite bands. Like it's the most unexpected band. I don't know. They have a whole different brand of metal that they play, and they they fucking crush it. I know that. But I heard, I heard from the Rocklahoma stage that they just they just laid it to waste. I'm like, that's fucking badass. Yeah, and then uh, Friday, um, so Thursday, Friday, uh, Metallica, Jane's Addiction, Rise Against, uh, Killswitch Engage, Starset, which is, Starset's another one. They're a newer type of band. I don't know if you ever heard their stuff, but it's very like... Um, I haven't heard, but I've seen their stage show is quite uh, eccentric, and they got all kinds of shit up there. Yeah, so so if you look at their art and all their different stuff involving their videos... Uh, they they do all the stuff with like space and and time and have a lot of that like similar like Sinistellian skills like the guy that we had on mm-hmm, like his type mm-hmm. of artwork they do a lot of that kind of stuff so I mean it, it's it's really cool visual show um, you see well who are you looking forward to most seeing well obviously Snoop Dogg what do you 
No. Well, I mean, Snoop shows up. <laughs> Snoop's no, uh, good for anything, man. I mean, you know, I mean, I'm I like I like Metallica's music, but I mean, like, I'm not like a big Metallica fan. Have you seen um, them live in the past? I haven't. Oh, I have not. Yeah, I, I, I've seen almost every like um, that. That's actually my biggest reason why I wanted to go to this show. It's because like I haven't seen um, like uh, was I've met Butcher Babies. I mean, they're they're awesome beautiful women but like they but like they put on a hell of a show uh whenever i whenever i was in colorado and i and i went to the um the rockstar energy fest uh their main headliner was like five finger death punch but like there was a lot of bands um um was it Astra roth or whatever that that one band that's like all like viking those that oh, band was badass like, yeah and so uh so i mean like you know but there is there's some bands that a lot of people don't like that as much like you can't I, I like, hate those guys. I like I like I like Skillet, you know, and Skillet was a Christian band back in the day, um, and uh, and you know they they'll, they'll they'll claim it. Other bands don't claim it; they still claim that they're somewhat Christian. Uh, Seether it always puts on a good show. Um, you know, Mudvayne, dude. I never now, got to I, see I Mudvayne. See Mudvayne. I, I I hear that Mudvayne puts on a hell of a show. I remember so, LD Fifty dropped when I was in high school, and that was the fucking. Dig was the song to get pumped up to, man. That shit was everywhere. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of good uh, good lineups on this. Um, Machine Gun Kelly for like the younger people. I don't know if you ever heard like his newer stuff, but like a lot of people like Machine Gun Kelly. It's going a little more rock and roll with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, he he does a lot of good rap. You know, um, a lot of good lyrics. I uh, I kind of like some of that stuff where it's like the I rock mean, rap stuff. So West Coast Kid Rock. That's probably not nice to say. You should probably edit that out. West Coast Kid Rock. <laughs> yeah. Kid Rock, uh, I met him at a, uh, a, what do you call it, a USO thing in Germany. And um, and I also met Louis Black. And oh, Louis cool. Black is one of the coolest fucking comics on earth, man. Like he, uh, he got up on stage and he said, well, I just came over the pond from America. He's like, it seems like that you guys are the only motherfuckers that work. Which is the greatest opening line to a show I've ever heard at a, at a veteran, or not veteran, but like a military concert of a bunch of military people listening to a fucking comic. Like, that shit was hilarious. But, um, but yeah, like, Kid Rock was there. Uh, he sang a few songs, and, and we got to meet him. Um, but, yeah, I mean, yeah, and the lineup, it seems like it's really, really good. I'm just hoping that, you know, the the main things with, like, COVID and stuff like that, I'm hoping that it doesn't become a an issue but I mean, it's gonna be fun. I, I'm I'm For excited. Sure. I'm excited to do it. I'm actually just excited to take ten days off work. Honestly, honestly, you're probably better off being in the hotel, man. Those campgrounds can get awful rowdy. Oh, I I I, I said like um, to my friends, you know, for the camping stuff. I was like, yeah, I, I'm like, I, you know, after working in that industry, um, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna opt out for like the fact that I'm just gonna keep the hotel, and you guys can come shower at the hotel because believe me, you're gonna want it. It's kind of ironic that those campgrounds are so anti-COVID. You have to do this. You have to do okay, fine. But then you turn around and there's mud and shit everywhere, and people are taking drugs that were probably smuggled in someone's asshole. Yeah, come on, man. <laughs> Let's no, have no, some people, fucking real logic so, here. They're, they're, people are already asking, like, uh, <laughs> people, like uh, people on the on the on the message boards and stuff, like on these groups. They are openly on a message group that has admins from the event going, "Hey, so like, if I wanted to get in some, you know, like uh, alcohol, blah blah blah, like a bottle of vodka, how do I go about doing that?" And it's like. Do you know what group you're on? You're on the group of the event. Like, people are going to see this, and they are admins, and they can look up your name and know where your ticket is. Like Reverse okay. psychology, though. But whatever. They, they'll tell you all the places, and they'll be like, okay, so that's all the places they're going to check. Yep. Exactly. See, that's how it works. <laughs> that's the game. <laughs> yep, that's the game, man. 4D chess. All right, so, um, yeah, let's uh, let's talk about um, Hollis. Has Hollis got, yeah. I, I dropped the ball on that when he was on, everybody. So sorry. You can get his album if you send him an email, and he gave the email on the... Uh, yeah, and he uh, also has a link I'll put in the show notes. But the, the album... Uh, the Here Now link. It's like Hollis Span Here Now or oh, something okay. like that. Yeah, cool. it's, a, it's, it's, a, um, it's actually a connector between CD Baby. So what you do is you go to Here Now... And it, you can listen to the songs. Like it doesn't give you ability to download them, obviously. But like you can listen to them, and then right at the bottom it says pre-order, and you just click on that link, and then it's supposed to take you to a uh, page. 
on CD Baby to put in a pre-order through CD Baby directly. Okay. Yeah, so, it's not actually uh, available until the 13th, I think, uh, across or at least the physical copies uh-huh. outside of ordering it like that. Yeah. But it, it is available coming up here in the next week or so. So uh, let's play a song off that one. My wife, I, I like it too. Uh, lately, what about that one? Okay. All right, we'll play Lately by Hollis, Johnny Hollis, and from the album Painting My Eyes. Dude's a good songwriter, man. Uh, his album's pretty good. It covers a lot of lot of uh, different influences. That one was, like he said, is very very eighties kind of sound and influence, and that's cool, man. That's the shit I grew up on. So as soon as he come in with that riff, I was like, yeah, I'm pretty sure everybody in my family's gonna dig this. So go get the album, y'all. Support the guy. You know, we get some of our Oklahoma brothers and sisters a shot at being fucking famous one of these days. The outside of country music. <laughs> So, uh, yes. shout out to Elizabeth Turner premiere their show. Uh, I guess they had their one year. Everybody stuck it out for a year, man. It seems like on the local scene with bands, that's kind of a rare thing. So, uh, congratulations to her and them 
<clears throat> Brandon Robinson and the other other guys. I don't know their names off the top of my head, but uh, good show. I saw her at the Belle Isle. Uh, yeah, good good gig, man. I don't I don't really know what else to say. If you need to, if you want to check her out, check out our episode with us. She just played with an acoustic guitar. I mean, her her vocals pretty much speak for themselves. Oh yeah. So she's a pro, and uh, yeah, and she she supports a lot of um, a lot of different local artists too. Like she she listens and follows and our page and she'll like things yeah, and yeah. she'll she'll actually connect with other artists that i've noticed that on their pages i'll, I'll see her like go and like their stuff and check out their stuff that's so, how we we so. met, came into with the tom tom bullet yeah tom bullet yeah uh, he's gonna hopefully we can get him on next week and uh, he's an artist that she, we found out through her honestly i've heard one song i haven't really dug too deep it's it's yeah i mean i have it right here uh it's gonna be night rider 2021 is the the album Return of the Night Rider? Return of the Night Rider, yeah. By Tom Bullock. Facebook. I got to send him an. Um, he he likes to keep uh, email tracking 
of uh, of all his communications with the industry. So um, I'm going to send him a professional email that actually like lays out what we're doing, what time we're going to meet, things like that. Okay. So yeah, yeah, sounds good. And that's the is that the Tom Bullet or is that the dude from Pittsburgh? I'm... Uh, Tom. Okay. Yeah, cool. and then uh, and then right after him, uh, I'm in communication with the uh, the MIC. Um, from uh, Pittsburgh and uh, with them it's uh, like I- I'm, I'm hoping that might actually open up some doors that uh, you know because just communicating with that person is so if they listen to the show they like the show uh, their their uh, development person I believe is like they're one of their department people and and so with that communication, I think that we might be able to open up a door where we do more interviews with their um, their artists that are are going through their path. And it's interesting with this post COVID thing. The there's been a massive migration of musicians or entertainers, I'll say. And uh, <clears throat> you got West Coast guys that went out to the East Coast or Texas. Austin's been becoming Austin was always a music hot hot spot, but now. Jesus Christ, I can only imagine what scene's going to come up out of there. And uh, it, it, and it seems like it's interesting that we heard from an East Coast uh, representation for an artist all the way here in Oklahoma. That's, yeah, I just, and, I, and, I, and I think um, uh, some of that has to do with like keywords because uh, whenever you put in, um, if, you, if you go online and you try to look up our podcast, if you type in local music, it's based on keywords and what they call tab words. And so each episode, uh, what I do is I put a keyword of like local music, Oklahoma, uh, local bands, like um, local artists. Like I, I use these certain words and then right after I put the name of the band. So if you if you were to go on Google and type in podcast local whatever it would probably come up somewhere in that list nice. that our our show would come up. Um, it also comes up in recommendations on podcast apps. So like if somebody searches local music, it will come up that way too. So that's kind of a cool little feature that that podcast offers whenever you uh, these new podcasting two point apps that um, we that. We can do a lot of cool stuff with those apps. Um, they uh, there's one called like Podcast Attack, um, or something like that. And what it's able to do is that uh, it's able to do album art. So if you're doing a live show, then like I've literally watched this on live shows on uh, No Agenda, where like people were making live art, and so they would upload the pictures of the show, and so they would hear like a line from the show, and they'd be making like a, a piece of art. Oh, nice! Like while they're listening to the show, and they would, and these graphic designers are fast, but they'll, but they'll like upload these pictures, and 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 so, and I think some of them actually they pre-make things because they they kind of pre know what they're going to talk about on the show because something happened in the news, so then they're like, well, obviously they're going to bring right, up that right. subject, so they'll make a piece of art and then they'll upload it to the pay to the to the uh, little uploader um, site and out of nowhere it just pops up on this app so like it picks up on that website and and so these some of these podcast apps actually have these like live um art generator feed things where you can have all your listeners just sit there and upload art as you're listening to the show which is really cool because uh and and then uh, then they also have like the green rooms now where they have like troll what they call troll rooms where um you know uh what is it? A couple apps have them now. They that No Agenda uses their own little like so- software, but uh, but they're able to generate these little chat rooms where you're doing the show live and people are just like piping in, mm-hmm. talking. Um, if you do a live show on like uh, YouTube, uh, they have what they call super chats, which is really cool because like uh, what you do is you do your show. And then toward the end, somewhere like Tim Pool does, you, you do the show, and then at the end you say, hey, let's read some Super Chats. And so if people donate money, their Super Chats get pushed to the top. And so if it, it, so it, he sees donations of like $100 an episode, sometimes $200 an episode from fans hmm. that listen to those shows. But he's in the, he's in the news field, and he also has like... Uh, I think close to over a million listeners sometimes. That helps. Like, that, uh... Yeah, over time. So <laughs> I think I think he's did his work over time. I I don't always agree with the guy, but I, I think I think that he does a pretty good job. Uh, you know, doing his way of handling the news. I, I sometimes don't like the way that he's like. He'll he'll talk about a story, but he doesn't want to. He wants to tread lightly because of YouTube. So he'll be like. Yeah, man, that's crazy. Like that's anybody can do that. You can get online and be like, man, that's crazy. That's a crazy story. Like anybody can do that. But but I mean, but he has a platform and he does it. And I mean, he's doing well. well. And sometimes well, shit so. is just that. There's nothing to really comment on. I mean, 
uh, like 9-11's coming up. There's all these documentaries coming out, and it's all these people asking, you, like, well, where were you on 9-11? Like, I remember exactly where I was at, and it's like one of those, it's like, I couldn't remember what was going through my head because it was just like, what the fuck is this? Yeah, yeah it, was, it was a new little thing, and somebody, somebody actually had a, uh, there was a TikTok video, and, and the guy said, all he said was this one line, and it really makes you think. He said, why is it that in that moment, all the teachers were told to turn on the TVs, and as a teenager, we all saw the most violent attack on U.S. soil um, I mean, in history, right? Breaking and news, I'm like, yeah, I it's mean. breaking news. And, 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 and honestly, like at my school, like, uh, you know, I went to Call Albert, and people actually had family members that were in that building because they were stock traders. Wow. So, like, you know, it was really important, the fact that people saw that news. But then I, re- I remember back um, when I was in Miss Henderson's class, third grade. Okay, third grade Miss Henderson's class. And I was in Miwa City, or in, in Miwa City, Oklahoma, Soldier Creek Elementary. And we hear this loud boom. Oh, and the windows, the yeah. windows shook. And we were like, what the? And the teacher was like, huh. Well, I guess, kids, I guess the base is doing some sonic booms again. You know, and she was that talking was about the Air Force Base. And yeah. so you're in Miwa City, you're like, yeah, sonic boom. Uh, and, and then, like, uh, the windows rattled and stuff, and out of nowhere, we all went to lunch. And we came back, and all these teachers were, like, crying and shit. And, like, all of us were like, what? And then they were like, yeah, we're canceling school. You all need to go home. And we were like, what? What's going on? You know, like, as little kids, because we didn't know. And when I got home, I, I went over. I lived in this little trailer park right across the street from the school. Went into the living room, and my mom's sitting there watching the TV, and she's like, oh, my God. And, like, the building was just, like, blown mm-hmm. to shit. And they were, like, carrying people out of there, medical people, personnel, all that stuff. And so just that one memory alone, I'm like, yeah, those are those are what they call, like, index memories. It's like you your mind can actually go back to that moment when you talk about it. Like, I, like it, in 9-11, I was in art class. It was morning time, and it was, like, right when it happened. We were watching the, we were watching the normal announcements. And I don't know where the normal announcements cut over to that and was like, it reports this. And it was weird because the first thing, I was a weird kid. I, at, that t- at that time, at that age, I, I watched like 2020. And there was a special. And I had to look at this up because I thought, and years and years later, I thought, well, maybe that never happened. Maybe like I'm just like putting this memory in my head that I saw this and that was the connection, right? I was watching a 2020 special and she did it on Osama bin Laden. And, like, his whole time in the CIA, the whole times with, like, working in there, whenever he turned on our government, like, all that information, that story of him. They got a story of him and was able to get her in a room, like, like or, like, it, it, the stories, like, they were able to get a reporter in the caves with him where he was hiding out and at the time. And he said that you know that during that meeting or that interview if you watch it like it and it's still online it's on youtube it, he literally says america will pay blah 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 right and then you look at it and you're like holy shit like so that day right when it happened i was like holy fuck i was like he fucking did it well and then you find and out I, and, I, and then i found out later he did it and i was like oh shit well then you find out the national defense offices was sending the white house and congress literally it said in these warnings a year ahead of time like Looks like they're going to try to use planes as missiles. They yeah. actually it actually says that yeah. in plain English. Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of there was a lot of trainings that ignorance, and there was a lot of I think there was a lot of just America's the greatest and cocksureness about us at that time that we we you, you know eventually you ignore. It's kind of like the boy who cried wolf. You have all these signs, but eventually you get complacency well, I mean, and and all this and yeah, everything. I mean, just falls fucking apart. Well, that got yeah. dark. Anyway, yeah. So, anyway. <laughs> anyway, back to the OU's uh, <laughs> kicking off today, so traffic's a fucking nightmare. Thank you for that. Anyways, as, yeah, a, Norm- then, uh, as a Normanite, I love OU, but fuck. Let me see. Anyway. Uh, let me see. Let me see if I can pull, uh, what is that? How do you say that name? You might have to say it. Like, uh, I'm bad at pronouncing some band names. Uh, Foroids? Foroids, yeah. So, oh, yeah, let's play Blood Money yeah, before we get so out of here. We'll play some Blood Money. Uh, 
Yeah, this is uh, this is a band that I saw at a backyard show, um, and I picked up their their um, album, I guess, a single, whatever. Uh, they are from Fort Worth, Texas, and this was recorded and produced by Travis Brown, mastered by Andrew Byram. Yeah. Blood Money. Blood Money. Uh, we, we guys got a little uh, a double header there. Uh, that's punk rock. That song, that first song was uh, 43 seconds in length. And the second song is uh, Suicide by Cop. It and, was a minute uh, and 43. So. And we missed our cue to come in. So uh, that was Blood Money and Suicide by Cop by Foroids out of Fort Worth, Texas. Punk rock band, if you like punk rock. Check yeah. them out. Uh Man, y'all be safe out there. I know there's a lot of festivals and a lot of concerts and a lot of uh, hair pulling and yelling about COVID. Just be cool with people. Can you do that? All right. I love y'all. I'll see y'all later. John, take us out. All right. Uh, The Local Earshot Podcast runs on the value-for-value system that is time, talent, and treasure. Uh, We value everybody's time for listening. Uh, We know that you can probably listen to a lot of different things. There's a million other things out there nowadays. Uh, and then um, three million, actually, I think. Last yeah, yeah. Count. <laughs> I think the last. Well, actually, I think I think the last. I looked at the number, and they were saying it the other day, and I think it's like four million Everybody's or something like that. Got a and, and and we were talking about uh, we were talking about uh, products, and and uh, we use the Zoom uh, Podtrax P8. Uh, and I mean this thing, this thing, I paid like four. Uh, was it four sixty for it on a deal um, from Guitar Center? And then two weeks later, it went up to like five. 60 or some shit. It's awesome. Like it. So, it's I mean, this awesome. thing's pretty badass. Uh, they, 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 they came out with this new Tomcast model uh, thing that's pretty pretty cool. Uh, but none of them actually fully offer all the features that podcast uh, podcasters want. But, I mean, it, it's probably almost impossible to create those things. I mean, you almost have well, to Well, without like, a board the size of this table. Yeah, I mean, know, you have to have, like, for, for, for an actual soundboard, um, I mean, like an iPad... Uh, you can do all the, the little like you can program in a bunch of like little sounds and stuff. Uh, I have a little sound bank on here, so if I like hit a button, it'll be like you know I can do like little sounds and stuff, play music and shit. But it 
it definitely is a, it's a cool little product. I mean, it has everything you need. We even recorded that music that you listened to on the last episode. We actually recorded that with the pod track. So, uh, Zoom makes really good products. Shout uh, out to Zoom. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to Zoom. I, I know. Mean, it's, I, it's I'll like put a, a link in there. I'll put a link to Amazon. And if you want to buy one, then go through me so then we can get a little bit of money. Uh, but I, uh, I, My Digitech uh, stuff in here is, is feeling the heat when you bring that in, man. I'm telling you. Yeah, but uh, and then, uh, <laughs> but uh, so uh, and then uh, as for talent, uh, we interview people that are inside the music industry. We uh, we interview bands. We can uh, interview uh, you know venue owners, business owners, just anybody that works inside the industry. You want to come on the show, uh, talk about your business, talk about what you guys do. Uh, then uh, you know that would be awesome. Uh, we we did have an interview today. Uh, we we've been trying to like try to do the virtual too, but uh, we kind of prefer people to come in. Uh, just because it's more personal, and we, we that's kind of our way. Um, it's easier, too. Yeah, it's a lot easier, too. Yeah, whenever you have somebody in the room with you, it's a lot easier to, to, to have those conversations. Uh, and then, um, as for treasure, if you want to donate to the podcast, it's uh, localearshot.com slash donate. Uh, we take crypto and uh, cash app, Bitmo. Uh, and then PayPal, um, and so, and I, and I think I'm going to go on the PayPal account and try to try to set up some subscription stuff. Uh, subscriptions, really, I mean, if it's value for value, we're going to try to do a set your own subscription, uh, and basically, uh, it, you know, kind of the way that we look at that is if you want to if you want to support the show and you want to subscribe, uh, there's a couple of different ways to do that. You can go through our website um, and and you know subscribe to either a one time donation or uh, you could do a um you know subscription which i'll I'll set up and basically it's like we we kind of look at it this way what do you spend on a cup of coffee what do you uh what do you spend on a movie you know uh we we put out on average about an hour to hour and a half of entertainment for you uh give you some new music to check out some new artists to check out and so uh basically any support that we get as right now is just going directly back into the podcast and so we're, we're trying to work hard to to bring our value on our end uh, and keep on doing that. If um, if we end up taking on ad sponsorship, then it's going to be more based on if we're on the same page. Yeah. So if you're a venue and you want to like have a, a read, um, I'm actually pretty good at doing reads. Apparently, I'm, I'm learning that that I'm pretty good at looking at paper, just reading off some information. Uh, but if you want to do that, then you know that's that's fine. But we. We would like to have people that are in the same landscape as us. And we we would have, have to vet, the vetting process would be uh, uh, quite a bit because if we take on ad sponsorship, it would be somebody we're looking to grow with and do serious go into business with, essentially at least somewhat partnership. You know? Yeah, I mean, it's um, like if you're if you're a promoter, uh, which is what more bands media is trying to do, then it's it's more of a it's a relationship, yeah. you know, it's, it's yeah. business relationships are always a relationship. So, I, I mean, if, if you want exposure at your business or your, or your, um, venue bar, whatever, uh, then that partnership would have to be like something that we would really have to look at in, in a very good way because we like, uh, I, I know that there's like a ton of businesses out there that probably don't have the same values as us. So, uh, yeah. And that's fine, you know. That's fine. It's okay to not have the same values as the people around you. So. But that's why we. That's why we're saying this, you know. You know. Yep. So. so, but yeah, but uh, thank you for listening to the show, and uh, greatly appreciate everybody. So, bye guys. Later.